And this is Julie, and we're having a blast this afternoon on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Yay! 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 Thank you guys so much. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey, bitches. Okay, that was appropriate because uh, well, guess what we're about to be talking about here? Toxic masculinity. Yeah, we've got some... I just love that. We've got some topics that are filled to the brim with toxic masculinity. Men just behaving like men. Mm-hmm. Is it shocking to you? No. It shouldn't be. But luckily for you, we have a whole segment. Yay! And we got to start with R. Kelly! Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he was charged with 11 additional felony counts of sexual abuse on Thursday, including some that carry a maximum sentence of 30 years in prison. I'm actually glad oh. that this is happening. Oh, for sure. Yes. I mean, in insofar as the victim in this case, and it, this, by the way, is one case. Yeah. This is one victim we're talking yeah, about that and, these 11 charges came from. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, tell us more, and then we'll talk. So uh, these charges stem from the uh, alleged sexual abuse of a woman named Geronda Pace, then a minor, that allegedly took place in 2010. She told her story in the docuseries Surviving R. Kelly. Now, the charges include four counts of aggravated criminal sexual assault, three counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse of a victim between the ages of 13 and 16, two counts of criminal sexual assault by force, and two counts of aggravated criminal sex abuse. So, um, and the, And there was a specific reason why this, why they're able to, Try it again in this way, because this is the same girl, isn't it? The, I don't know. The same girl. This is the one where um, the reason why these charges were able to be brought in this way was because it was proven that he paid off witnesses. Oh, okay, I in, did not know that. in the prior case. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, Holly. <laughs> Fact yeah, checking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, I, I say that's correct. <laughs> but you know, this has been what's been frustrating about R. Kelly in the past. I mean, however long it seems like this has been an open secret, right? So this happened in 2010. We've known about it, um, but it's like every time somebody would be, you know, close to being able to expose him for the abuses he has. Um, acted on many women, there would be something that would kind of pull it out of the headlines, or he it would sort of smooth smooth its way over. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not getting out of this one. No, and I can't imagine that he would be able soon. to. Not anytime soon. And again, this is just one victim. Uh, there are you know multiple victims. Again, you don't have to go any further than the docu series that people watched regarding R-, R. Kelly to know that, or to just you know Google right R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our first toxic masculinity. So there you go. That's the first uh, little piece of toxic max- masculinity, but we got more. Oh, yeah. Just wait. There's more. It's Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, gosh. He's a don't dirty even, guy. Don't even touching things he oh! shouldn't touch again. Okay. Okay. I should enough. probably not do that. You don't want to make light of victims. So I will just tell you that um, there was development in this case, and I've been watching these headlines sort of. And no doubt you've seen these headlines throughout the last couple of weeks as well, that um, their attorneys are fighting back and forth over um, the particular case that uh, um, was alleged to have occurred in a bar in Nantucket. Mm-hmm. You remember this? The yes. groping uh, of a teenager then. And he was a busboy at a particular restaurant there or bar. 
Correct. And the latest development was, and that's why I thought we should just bring it up because I've seen a number of these now, is that um, Kevin Spacey's accuser has to turn over texts, according to the judge. The judge ruled on Thursday on several motions that were brought by uh, Kevin Spacey's attorneys, um, granting some of them, rejecting other ones. He is not only requiring that they have access to some of his texts, but they're also requiring the club where this took place. It's called the club car to turn over some surveillance footage from the uh, evening uh, in question and the early morning in question. Um, although he did rule that Spacey's attorneys can't make the bar turn over all of their um, credit card records from that night. They had wanted all of the, you know, presumably there's a lot of data collection that they want for their case. Sure. And that's why they want texts, surveillance footage, you know, credit card receipts, because presumably they're going to try to establish a series of events that could have or that could counter uh, the, the story. victims um, accusations. Huh. Interesting. So, um, the judge did deny some uh, some particular rulings. Um and you'll remember the victim's mom was um, part of this case because the victim's mom is the one that we learned this story from. Right, because she's a reporter uh, and she went public with this story and, about her son. And the judge ruled that some of her texts are not um, able to be turned over to the defense. So, Interesting. you know, the judge is basically just. But here's the good news. The good news is this case is still going forward. Yeah. Yeah, that is good news. More toxic masculinity, anyone? Uh, so yesterday, or today, actually, I had the opportunity to read a report on the report of Jesse Smollett. And oh, so I'm available to report you? that to you, if you'd like. Okay. So so we knew that this was going to happen, that um, that they were going to release all of the reports from the case against Jesse Smollett, right? Mm-hmm. And that happened. And rather than pour through all of the data myself, because it's 2019, I've relied on another news the source internet. to do so. Yeah, and great. so I have some of Third-hand the finer, finer points. So now one of the things that uh, that is interesting, one of the standout things that you find in these reports is that there was um, there were some discrepancies in the way that Jesse Smollett described the attackers, okay, specifically uh, having to do with their race and what kinds of facial masks they were wearing. Yeah, uh, and I don't mean like you know a nice peel, Nivea. like yeah. a, no, what kind of face masks they were wearing. So originally, he had told when he was asked, he told them that the attackers were white, and when he was asked. How did you know this? He said, because I could see through the mask, uh, right, the part above their nose. Yeah. Well, and rightly so, they probed that a little bit further. Uh, and it turns out he had changed that story a couple times mm. very subtly. Uh, at one point saying, well, I don't know if they were black or white. So it was so the the story changed multiple times Got in it. those records, uh, and so there was some talk of um, whether or not he was purposely mi- misleading uh, the authorities. Um, there, there, by the way, is also a piece that kind of stands out in that report about the fact that he had had prior um, Jesse Smollett had had prior contact with these guys who he knew from as extras from the show. Mm-hmm. The brothers, asking the them, Sendero brothers. Yep, asking them for drugs, and so they were able to access yeah, those I read texts. A little, 
I read some of that about his drug text. Text. There was like, I don't know if were they all to the brothers, but there was. I just know there were a bunch of texts about drugs. One was like for, and I learned that you can call cocaine Whitney. Yep, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with weed, kind of sad if you think about it. Well, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, weed and Molly, which is ecstasy. Uh, anyway, so that was another thing that, that we learned about. And then, and then you learn a little bit more about his interaction with the brothers before and after the attack took place. Uh, and you learn the story that he told when he was in the hospital. He told police that the attack occurred after he arrived at his apartment around 1.30 a.m. He said he was hungry and he left home alone. First, he walked to Walgreens to, quote, grab some eggs. But the pharmacy was closed, so he went to Subway to get a tuna sub and salad. That in and of itself is confusing to me. Why are you going to the pharmacy at Walgreens to get eggs? Well, sometimes, you know, if you're in a city and they don't have a grocery store, the Walgreens, they'd have like a, you know, they got a refrigerator where they got eggs and everything. Right. In the middle of the night, I'm saying, because it wouldn't, nothing else is open. In any case... You get a good feel of all the stories that oh, he's telling sure. by reading these reports. And yeah. there is more, and we don't have time to get into all of it. But if you'd like to read a report of the report, those are available. <laughs> Colleen learned yesterday that reading reports of reports is... That's what Americans do. We don't have time to read through the entire and report. what did it say was the the uh, takeaway from that? What? the rep- Reading reports of reports? Generally speaking, is it a good idea or a bad idea? It's a terrible idea. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's Friday and we're going to cheat Friday. with oh some my God, delicious, delectable yes. treats after this on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 107.1, streaming live and doing everything entertainment, cheat day style here on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen is getting utensils because it's cheat day. It's cheat day Friday. Daddy rotten cheetah. Cheat day. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We've got tons of stuff to stick in our mouth. And uh, actually, we also have special guests for our cheat day experience um, who are going to get to try all sorts of tasty treats. Right, Colleen? Correct. If Julie and Don want to, you know, feel free to pipe in as we enjoy the yummy treats for cheat day. Okay, what all do we have in front of us? We have, first of all, we have an entree. And the entree is the Frenchie from Jimmy John's. Yeah, where did this come from? Uh, B. Arthur brought it in for us. She's a Frenchie evangelist. She's been telling us all about this. Um, what is on this? It looks so delicious. It appears to be... You have it in front of you, right? Yeah. You want to tell us? It looks well, like it looks bread. Like salami, bread, cheese, and butter. Yeah. Is that what it is? I will tell you, I went to the Jimmy John's site... And you, they say, for a limited time, the Frenchie, and it tells you nothing about the Frenchie, and then you can click a button that just says order here. Interesting. So that's it. Anyway, so but what I understand is if you love Jimmy John's bread, you will love this, because it's just sort of like a longer version of that. It looks like a baguette. So it's like a French bread yeah. with some stuff on the inside. But it is it's the very s- French to have a butter and meat sandwich. But it is the same bread that you usually get and enjoy at Jimmy John's. Okay, so who wants to put it in their mouth first? Go for it. Okay. 
You have to and talk. do you have uh, an immediate reaction? It looks like bread. It looks like meat and butter. Is it tasty? It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. I mean, it's a sandwich, but what is? Is there something that sticks out to you? Mm. Usually, hang on. Please. Wow, you, that's a big bite you got there. Usually, it's a sandwich. There's all sorts of stuff inside the sandwich. This one just has meat and butter. Usually when you eat like a French sandwich, it's on that crusty French bread. And I am not a big fan of crusty bread because it, you know, it gets all over. This is the soft Jimmy John's bread. Yeah, It's so good. It's like simple and good. There's nothing else on it, right? It's just meat, butter, and cheese. That's it. It's really good. I like it. I'm for it. Ladies, do, did they get a chance? Did our special guest get and a chance? Yeah, to... they're all enjoying it. Do you guys like it, ladies? It's tasty and it's cute because it's tiny. Yeah. <laughs> it comes like in a really like you could easily kind of slice it up and serve it to yeah. a bunch of people or you could enjoy the whole thing by yourself. It's fabulous. Isn't it good? Yeah. Nice okay, good. crusty bread. It's yummy. Then... We have a little dessert action here, don't we? We absolutely do. So um, one of our uh, Cheat Day Friday Sherpas went over to the Pie Cakin Bake Shop over at Rosedale and Mm -hmm. picked us up a plethora of uh, treats, eats and treats. And I had a list here somewhere. It's right there. Uh, Where is it? Right under what you just put down. Ah, Right there. Yes. All right. So we have the Brooklyn Blackout Pie. Now... Before we've had the pie cake you'll remember. Right, like the traditional the pie cake old school pie cake which is pie inside of cake. Mm-hmm. Well, now they have something called pie cuppins. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, to me, it looks like a cupcake with pie in the middle mm-hmm. or some such thing. And we have a couple different examples here. I think, ladies, you have the red hot velvet pie cuppin. And Colleen, I think you have the uh, Brooklyn blackout pie mm. cuppin. So it looks like a black-white experience where you've got the chocolate on the inside, and I'm assuming that's like a cheesecake in the middle. That's what it looks like. Are you going to try it? delicious. I am. I am. Maybe don't. Just stick it in there. I'm going to. Don't worry about it. I didn't want to take the whole thing up. Here. All right. So she's got it in her mouth. It looks like a nice piece of chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. Oh, really good. Is it good? Holly, you got something in there? I don't have anything, but I'm watching everybody. Mm -hmm. You've got all sorts of things. There's also a blueberry stuffing. I'm not sure what a stuffing is. Maybe it's just a filled muffin. I think that that is their breakfast offering. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's got like a blueberry muffin uh, with it. But oh my gosh, okay. This is the did you is this the Brooklyn that I had? The, yeah, okay. that's the Brooklyn blackout pie cuppin. Okay, so that has like a cheesecake kind of frosting in the middle. Okay. It is. Is that separate chocolate, from the frosting on the top? It's the same as the frosting on the top, but the. So here's always my um, frustration with cupcakes. Okay. Is that I want the frosting, but the you, once you eat the, through the frosting part, and if you have that little nub on the bottom left, yeah. then you have no frosting. Isn't left. that why you cut it in half and then you smash? And then you like, make it into a sandwich. Yeah. But this you don't have to do that with because you get no, it's like you injected in into it. It's super good, and the cake is super moist. Which is always also a complaint with uh, cupcakes is when they're kind of cr- too crumbly. Yeah, they're not good. So this is good stuff. There's also we also have something called the OG pie cup, and I'm assuming this is like the pie cakein, but in pie cup and form. Oh yeah, mm. look, there's this one has the uh, what you call it, um, 
pumpkin pie, apple pie, and pecan pie. Ooh, all inside all in of a giant muffin or cupcake. Oh my goodness. Okay, we got we got a lot of food here. Ladies, what do you think about your red hot velvet pie cupping? Anything with chocolate is marvelous. Right? Yeah, and yours had something on top too. It looked like some sort of chocolate covered experience. Some little truffle. gold truffle. It oh, okay. Like. Oh. Haven't tried, but the frosting tastes like it has those little cinnamon red yeah, hots red melted. Hot. Oh, so it. that's the that's what makes it the red hot yeah. red yeah. velvet. So it does have a little spice to it apparently. Yes. Well, I would just say, uh, I think we had a bunch of winners today, so we like to rate things on a Cobra scale. So let's just start with the sandwich, the Jimmy John sandwich. How many Cobras, one through five, do we give the sandwich? Um, I will give it a nice, solid two and a half. Holly? Oh, you didn't try the sandwich. sandwich. Ladies, did you, how many Cobras for that sandwich? I'll give it a three. A three out of five Cobras. Four and a four. Ooh. All right, and I'm gonna give it a solid three. Okay, and then the pie cakein, I'm giving a five point five. I haven't Cobras. tried it yet, but I'm gonna assume it's a five. Moist and delicious. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little leprechaun, pirate, or Russian. Oh God, for you? Not yet. I lied. We have douchebags, d bags, celebrities behaving badly. Thank you. I was in a chocolate coma. We'll be back after this. Behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, I'm excited to share my D-Bag with you today. Really? Yeah. Who is that? Chloe Kardashian. Oh my goodness! Isn't that amazing? We've never has she ever been a d bag before? I feel like rarely is a Kardashian ever a d bag. Blue. <laughs> anyway, um, this time it's for oh look at this a sponsored post. Oh, she never does those. No, right? Here's what she says. There's a video of her um with one of those. Have you seen those teeth whitener things? Where it's like this little device you stick in your mouth and it, it alleges up. to. Uh, white your teeth as it lights up, right? Yes, yes. Well, she's got one of those in her mouth, so she looks like I don't know, like a she's duck. got a light up grill, right? Um, she and and she uh, included the following caption: Everyone's been asking for my thoughts on his smile. No, high smile teeth. I don't know how you say that because that's the um, that's the Instagram account. High smile teeth. Here it is. I've been using it for a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of nights a week for the past few months, and it has helped me maintain my white teeth. The biggest issue I have uh, with teeth whitening, whitening was sensitivity issues, but with this kit, I haven't had any issues with regular use. I personally use it for maintaining my smile and removing stains and would recommend to anyone considering teeth whitening product. <laughs> hashtag ad, hashtag high smile, hashtag teeth whitening. Okay, so... Not surprising. Right. I mean, she People, does sponsored content and all she the ain't time. The only one they right. get, they just do it better than most. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. Well, some very clever. People on the Instagram. This is what I love about social media. You can always account on the audience to take care of business. It self regulates. It certainly is. And when she posted this, you'll remember she said, "Everyone's been asking for my thoughts about high smile too." Many people were like, 
no, lady, nobody's asking you. Can you please produce did. these receipts, right? <laughs> I think the people at High Smile have asked. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, people have been asking, <laughs> meaning High Smile themselves. Um, also, a bunch of people took to uh, the High Smile teeth whitening kits themselves and questioned their ability to actually do the job. You know, they're they're the science, let us say, yeah. behind this teeth whitening kit. Not only that, however, but uh, some astute followers on uh, social media pointed out, girl, you have veneers. That's the other thing. Her teeth ain't real. You, <laughs> Thanks, Nelson. You don't, you don't need to use teeth whitening, honey, because those aren't going to stain. No. And if they did, you would remove the stain with toothpaste mm-hmm. because... They're veneers. They're not actual teeth. Your mm-hmm. teeth themselves are very porous, mm-hmm. right? Because that is naturally how teeth mm-hmm. are. That's why they trap stains. Mm-hmm. But the Kardashians are riches, and so they can buy their teeth. They're riches? <laughs> yeah, you said the teeth are porous, and I was saying the oh, Kardashians are riches, yeah. and they buy their teeth. Yeah, they buy their teeth. Her teeth ain't real. Mm-hmm. And so this whole notion that she's keeping her teeth white, they're like, no, she's not. You're just, just tell us that they paid you a lot of money and... I don't know. Come up with something a little more organical than just like, oh, look at me holding this product. I also, I don't you also kind of love because pulling back the curtain. Yeah. uh, When we have sponsorships here at my talk, we write our own commercials. Mm -hmm. We write our stuff. That is so clearly was like handed to her. And all she had to do was put a picture along with it. I yeah. like to make millions of dollars that way. Well, you, at least with this one, she didn't Photoshop her face to high heaven, unlike the belly tummy tea. That's yeah. true. With the fake arm and the fake thing of tummy tea. That's true. But she did have like a massive filter. She says the biggest this. issue I was having with teeth whitening was sensitivity issues. That um, that Those words didn't fall out of her mouth. Those were poorly written by yes. some sales uh, person to make it sound real because you wouldn't ever say on Instagram the biggest issue I was having with teeth whitening was sensitivity issues. <laughs> You'd say something like, "God, see, we could do this in our sleep. It's right. not hard." Right. No, be like, "Oh, and I just hate when you know you take something and it makes your teeth hurt." Or I was worried that my teeth would hurt, and guess what? They didn't. You would write in your own yes, voice because. Exactly. You want a natural, real experience. You don't have to make something up with somebody else's words because we'll be able to tell. Like we are right now. And and, then you'll be in our D-bag segment. And then these people aren't going to be getting the value they think they're getting out of Khloe Kardashian. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hey, I've got a D-bag. Would you like to hear about mine? Duh. It's Kylie Jenner. Oh, what? her sister? Yes. Okay, what's Kylie okay, up to? She, what's she who, selling? By the way, I think also was my D-bag yesterday because she doesn't know how to wash her face. Yeah, no, that was creepy. Um, Today she's my D-bag because of just, I mean, this it's just a simple Instagram photo that kind of ticked me off. Okay, A so, simple Instagram photo, okay. So when you take pictures for Instagram, just of like your day-to-day life, what do you take pictures of? You know, your dog running around in the backyard. Maybe you go to a friend's house. You're having a nice dinner. You get a selfie with the friend or whatever. Well, Kylie Jenner, she uh, took a picture of herself in a dress squatting down by her Rolls Royce tires, checking the pressure of the tires. Okay, what? 
Yeah. It really was just Does an excuse to show how rich she was because in this photograph, she is wearing a $2,290 Balenciaga dress. Oh, that's a shame. It's real ugly. It's so ugly. <laughs> She's wearing uh, some $139 Lucite and Steel Mules by Femi. Um, and she's checking the tires of her luxury Rolls Royce. Um, and I believe she also has another high priced item on okay. her body. So I appreciate that you describe this as her checking her tire pressure. She's not actually checking her tire Does pressure. Does it appear that she has a tire gauge there? No, anywhere? but she is Unless sexily. Her booty is the tire gauge. <laughs> she's sexily posing next to the tire she's of her car. She's a tire. And it says apply <laughs> pressure, by the way. That's her caption. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. That's just, that's Instagram madness is what that is. Um, but, oh, okay. I do see the other item. It was blending in with the tire. It is a purse. It is a Chanel purse. Oh, yeah. A used version of this Chanel purse is currently on sale for $16,000. Well, she is a billionaire. So So my point is this. When you are are checking your car tires, are you wearing high fashion? Uh, Am I ever wearing high fashion? No. 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 So that's kind of a trick question. (laughs) Like, so, so okay, wait. When am you I were ever doing anything, the, air tire, you... the tire in my Bugatti, yeah, no, no. So there's that because I, I don't have one and I don't have Couture. I just every time the Kardashians are like, "See how relatable we are." I'm like, "No, you just want us to know that you're rich." Yeah, I know that. Yeah, and I'm good. Uh, look, that's you know that's a thing the kids like these days. <sighs> all this richy, rich stuff. <laughs> I sounded really old. You know, like we do. Uh, okay, now when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to put Bradley through his accent paces. Oh, God, so much stress. And make him uh, tell us stories in one of the three accents that he is very good at. Oh, Leprechaun, pirate, or Russian. Can't wait. We're going to play that after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood. One of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.